Hello, Terry. Good morning, Greg. Hello, Cryptoverse. It's a great oh, time man. to be alive. Yeah. So, how are you doing after uh, watching Saturday Night Live? I feel great. I really liked his performance. Not so much the uh, the price action on Dogecoin, but I yeah. think it was one of those, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news. We had the sell-off. I was watching Andre Jick. He had a live stream for the entire, I guess, the 90 minutes, sorry, 30 minutes prior to the episode. Right. And then the entire 90 minutes of the episode. So a two-hour live stream with Pro Doge, the Dogecoin millionaire. Yeah. He started at 2.5 million before SNL went live. Yeah. It went up to like 2.7 million, so 2 million 700,000. Yeah. And then boom, dropped $700,000 of value before the episode was out. Yeah, I, was, I, had, I had the laptop screen open while, uh, while watching on the TV and it just, yeah, it just started to tank like just, just before and the monologue started and it just, it kind of went up a little bit up to 50 something and then it, it just, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't hold it. Do you think there was enough mention of Dogecoin in that, in those skits? I think so. They, I mean, his mom mentioned it in the monologue. But she yeah. said in a negative way. She says, don't give me my Mother's Day gift in Dogecoin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of in a joking way. Yeah, but what if it, what if what would it have done to the price if she said, "Please, can you give me my Mother's Day gift in Doge?" <laughs> that would have been a different story, right? Yeah, true. Um, well, the the news skit was pretty good. They spoke about good. crypto, and then uh, but Elon. what is Doge going? <laughs> yeah, but he, he ended it by by giving a shout shout out to the moon. Doge going to the moon. New <laughs> shot. It was funny because Matt Wallace did a, a video and he he has a black frame glasses and he has that kind of quizzical head turn look. And that's the same kind of expression and glasses that Elon, Elon wore in that skit as part of his costume. So yeah. it's like, are you mimicking Matt Wallace from Final Stand? Because that's like a, an entirely Dogecoin centric channel. And yeah. like Matt Wallace has got to be his biggest friend or his biggest advocate for Dogecoin. Yeah. Oh, we got some comments here. Hey, okay. okay. Welcome to the live stream. <laughs> Showbiz nonsense to meant nothing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I think now's a good time to buy the dip. <laughs> Mary sells Charleston real estate. Look at you. Yeah. Thank you for joining the live stream. Yeah. There's, you know, any, anything Joe, it's right about the community, Greg. Like it has that community social velocity. And it has a, a so many fans and so many people believe in it. It's one of those things where art, our life is imitating art. And I don't think it can be suppressed. I don't think it's going to go any lower than it is now. What is it? It's at 53 right now. I, um, yeah, good, good call on selling a little bit on, uh, was it Friday? Mm -hmm. At 70, I think it went up to 73 74 I, I sold off a little bit and i i kept saying i'm just gonna keep it keep it, keep go it forever. 
you never know. Yeah. But you know, for all the people that missed out on the Dogecoin, like the early days of the Dogecoin hype cycle, because right now it's kind of like, oh, it's, it, it's number what, three and number four in the market cap? It beat out Cardano, it beat out XRP. Yeah, it's number four. Number four, like where can it go from here? It's not going to beat Bitcoin. It's not going to beat Ethereum in market capitalization. Mm. There's no way. So um, we're kind of like peak Doge at this point. Maybe it's going to go to a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know. I don't trust it either. But you know, if you miss the Doge hype, there's a new one in town. Yeah. Shiba Inu. Shibu Inu. Shiba Inu. If you miss the Doge hype, there's a new one in town. Yeah. Shiba Inu. Shibu Inu. Shiba Inu. Sad. Look how many zeros there are after the decimal. Yeah. Zero, zero, yeah. zero, zero, one, three, seven. You mentioned that to me yesterday. And uh, was that because we got, like, how did you find out about it through the crypto.com listing it? Yesterday, it showed up. I didn't even know it was listed. It showed up in the top gainers at like 290 percent. Yeah, and coin you cannot buy on Coinbase or Binance. No, crypto.com exclusive. Yeah, pretty much right. And it's uh, or you can buy it on Uniswap. Okay, but here's the thing it's a community driven experiment based on meme culture. And, and they're basically saying, can we have the same Dogecoin effect as Dogecoin? Mm -hmm. If the community can rally together, if we can kind of make it fun and make it exciting and we can make the price so low, it's all about entry price point that even like small fluctuations can be like huge gains. Mm. So they're really enticing people with this low price point, zero, 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 one, whatever it is. Yeah. Which is... I mean, a penny is like that second decimal. So it's the penny and then the tenth of a penny and then a hundred. It's like a ten thousandth of a penny right now, right? Yeah. Or something like that. A thousandth Point of a penny. Four zeros. Ten thousandths of a penny. I think so. Or, or a, a thousandth of a penny. I, I don't know. I'm not a math wizard, yeah. but it's between Numbers a thousand or ten thousandths of a penny. And Greg, they minted a quadrillion of them. Yeah. I don't know. From what I read, is just like there's a quad. What does it say for circulating supply there? Total supply is over here. Total supply a quadrillion. Ginormous number. Quadrillion, trillion, billion, million, and thousands, hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. And anyways, I bought it because I could buy ten million of them. I bought ten million of them. Yeah. And it cost me. 170 bucks on average. Oh, no, $152. Sorry, it cost me $152 to get 10 million of them. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. I think it was at 1.15 to 20 US for a million tokens. Yeah. So, uh, and then um, it started to go up. So it went up from 290 to 350% increase. And then it was like 400% increase. 
Uh, I got four million. Nice. Yeah, I got a bit more. I sold off on the on the Doge to USDC, so I had some some funds just just waiting. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had some locked up in Tether. I had a stable coin. I, was, I just transferred from there. You can move in anything in and out of Tether. It, it has a lot of trading pairs. Same with USDC. Yeah. Um, okay, we have another comment here from. Oh, let's see it. What's your thoughts on BitTorrent? This is a very popular one. It seems to attract a lot of views. Well, BitTorrent, it's down. Actually, it's it's up 0.07%. I can't even track this thing. It keeps going up and down, and more or less, my yeah, I haven't gained too much. Um, yeah, I mean, the projects, about file sharing. I haven't been following the news. There's not too much news on it. So I just I just keep a, an eye on it, right? And, it's, and my, my plan, if it does go up very quickly, put it you in USD or USDC, plan my next next move. It's it's not a it's not a long term play for me. But I'll tell you, the YouTube viewers love seeing BitTorrent videos. <laughs> Well, anything community driven, I think, is is probably a, a good investment. Like we were talking last episode that the markets are rational mm-hmm. and people don't really understand market cap and they don't really understand fundamentals of projects, but they understand they understand community and they definitely understand the social velocity. So when people are tweeting about it, when they see YouTube videos about it, when their friends are talking about it, it's like I had a I had a guy working for me. He was investing in Beyond Meat. He said, "Oh, Beyond Meat, it's the future. Everything. I'm going to buy this stock up." And it was at that time the price of that stock was two hundred and forty dollars a share, yeah. which gave it a fifty billion dollar valuation. Fifty billion dollars for a company that did two hundred million dollars in sales. It just yeah. doesn't add up. But he still wanted to buy at that price, and it's just like. This company is never going to do $50 billion in sales. They are so far away from that. They're at one-fifth of a billion. And you think they're going to justify this valuation and somehow in the near term do $50 billion in sales to justify this valuation? But it was lost on him, Greg. He didn't understand. He just says, oh, I see it in the coolers at the Safeway. And I hear athletes talking about it. And they have it at my local Tim Hortons. So... Mm-hmm. It must be the the big thing. So if you can understand the psychology of the of that investor, I think you're going to outpace all these Wall Street analysts because the analysts are looking at the fundamentals. They're looking at the numbers, but they don't understand the social velocity. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of switched my investing strategy a little bit. Oh, yeah? I am going more risk and I'm going more anything, anything that is hype right now, but I'm getting it early. Yeah, so well, you, this, you have your positions on the solid solid old coin projects so right right a little bit of room to experiment yeah i can be a little bit more uh, risky yeah so, yeah same here i mean i mean well we can speak about the old coins of course ethereum hit uh four thousand that's crazy right yeah so, yeah same here i mean i mean well we can speak about the old coins of course ethereum hit uh four thousand that's crazy, right? Yeah. 
And where's it going to go before the end of the year? 10,000? Viewers love predictions. Um, I was going to save it till the end, the end but I mean, uh, what do you think? I mean, Ethereum at 5,000 like a week ago thought, okay, maybe, but now it's looks like with we're uh, we're heading there for sure. 5,000. Yeah. What do you think, Terry? Yes. There's a big push right now with the Real Vision community. Uh, Ral Paul, we mentioned in previous episodes, he says all of his billionaire friends now, yeah, they're uh, getting a little bit out of Bitcoin and they're mm -hmm. moving into Ethereum. Yeah. So they're realizing that Bitcoin can't really do much other than be a store of value. Yeah. And now with this new narrative, like Kevin O'Leary was saying, have making sure you only buy Bitcoin coins that have providence in the United States. They're not like blood coins or or uh, China torture coins, you know. So who knows what's going to happen? I mean, they're starting to start this narrative now that there's some Bitcoins are good and some Bitcoins are bad. And that might fork the network in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so I think Ethereum is probably a safer bet than Bitcoin at this point. And just looking at the price action, I, I mean, I'm, I'm about 300% up on my Bitcoin. Yeah. And over 1,200% on my Ethereum. Better so gain. Yeah, it's like four times the gains. So that should tell you something, right? Yeah, on the ETFs as well. The Ethereum ETFs outperforming the Bitcoin ETF. We went over that last episode. Yeah. And in Canada, Greg, they just within 17 days of the Ethereum ETF going live, there's already almost $500 million Canadian. I mean, that's big for Canada. Imagine if it was US. Yeah. That's how much has come in, to, and, and those coins are locked up. So when it's part of an ETF fund, those coins are not on the market. They have to be locked in cold storage to support that fund. Yeah. So those are more Ethereums that are never going to be available for purchase on the market anymore. Well, it looks like Ethereum is moving up on the um, top assets by market cap past Johnson & Johnson now. Oh, wow. Past Walmart. I think Whoa. A, couple weeks, a couple weeks ago it was MasterCard, but now it's... Just think about that for a second. How many stores does Walmart have in the world? How many billions and billions of dollars of products does it have to move? How many people does it have to employ? How many trucks are on the road, trains and freighter ships to support this Walmart network? How long they've been in business for? And then now here comes this little blockchain startup company by a Russian Canadian and sitting at his home typing out code on his computer. And then five years later, more valuable than Walmart. Yeah. Greg, what we are living in, we are we are going to see the very first trillionaires. Mm -hmm. All these brick and mortar shops, all these incumbents, like all the like, even like the auto dealers, the Ford, the GMs, the Chrysler's. Tesla comes and uproots them. And, um, you know, it's the, it's the tech companies. That's the future of everything. And if you're still investing in the old-timey old -timey stock market with Warren Buffett, mm -hmm. you know, and Charlie Munger saying, oh, Bitcoin's bad. You know, you want to take advice from 90-year-old investors? The world has changed. Yeah, Get it on the blockchain, man. We are early adopters. <laughs> yeah, let's, we look at the top 10. Yeah, it's a good mix. A lot, a lot of tech tech titans in there, and uh, yeah. Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's 
fund is outside of the top 10. Oh, he must be stewing that Bitcoin's now overtaken him. <laughs> that's why he's so, that's why he's so Not salty. Quite. Is it? Oh, it has. Number eight. Nice. All right. Mary says dot seems promising. Yes, Mary. Great, great comment. And you're absolutely right. Um, I think they're very close to releasing their parachains, right? Um, they're close to a finished product that people there's doing all these different polka starters are happening. So there's a lot of projects incubating on the dot network. I mean, if they can get it working, that's totally in interoperable in all these different chains. That's that's incredible. Mm -hmm. And it's it's moved a little bit. Now, let's take a look at that. Not too much. It's kind of been quiet compared to the other altcoins. Yeah, like I bought um, Dot and Chainlink at pretty much the same time, and Chainlink's been a little bit outperforming. Yeah. But Dot's still good. I mean, it's number eight in the coin market cap listing. Yeah. $37 billion valuation or market capitalization. And it's a good project, right? The the founders, similar to he was one of the original Theron co-founders with Robert Charles Hoskinson, yeah, Doctor Gavin Wood, yeah. And I've heard the Kraken CEO. He, he said good things about Polkadot and uh, one of on CoinDesk they had one of the Theron co-founders. Uh, he said he holds more Cardano and Polkadot than Ethereum. Yeah. So yeah. And Raul Paul is definitely behind Polkadot as well too, you know. Um, Dr. Gavin Wood did write the the language of Ethereum, Solidity. Yeah. So he's a super super intelligent guy. He's not as out there though as Charles Hoskinson. Uh, I don't know whether he's just a little bit more of a of a, an introvert or a recluse. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't heard many interviews out there like Charles Hoskinson. He's got a video each and every day. He's always up there. Yeah. Oh, we got uh, okay, and Mary uh, busy on the comments here. Yeah, okay, thanks. Thanks for joining in. This is great. No, definitely, you are still an early adopter. Like only one to two percent of the world is invested in cryptocurrency, and maybe seventeen percent of the United States. You know, you compare that to I think about what is it, forty-five or for some percentage around fifty percent of people invested in the stock market. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, to go from where we are now to 50%, that's still a lot of room for growth. And, and we're, we, I think we came close to like 2.5 trillion. It was like 2.448. I saw mm -hmm. today, Greg, 2 trillion, 448 billion in market cap in crypto. 2.42 trillion. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. there's room to grow. I mean, silver is what silver was seven. You had it on that chart there. Seven trillion. Gold is eleven trillion, and these are just one of one commodity. Yeah, let's uh, let's just quickly put it up there. I think silver one point five. Okay. Five oh seven. Okay, so yeah, so silver is just a little bit more than Bitcoin right now, and gold at eleven point something, right? Yep. 1.6 trillion. Oh, Apple is up there. I know. Apple is the most valuable company in the world right now. Glad I got some shares at 120. Nice. All right. We got more comments here. New okay. guy. 
XRP ready to pump. Seems yes. like win the court case. Yeah, I, I think they, well, if it goes to the court case, we're going to have to wait till October, September, October, before there's a ruling uh, by trial, but they could come to settlement a lot sooner. Yeah. Um, they're getting slammed in the, in the YouTube by the influencers, the SEC, I mean, the SEC is getting slammed. They're getting tear, torn apart. There's something like 17,000 XRP holders that are taking part in this, in the, um, uh, the, forget what it's called now, where a, a attorney, John Deaton, John Deaton has kind of filed a motion to include these XRP holders uh, as part of the process so their voice could be heard as well too and he's kind of representing them. So I think it's ready. It's it's ready to go. It's it's one of the the last few coins, okay, that has not reached its all time high yet. Almost everything else out there has uh, reached or exceeded its all time high from the yeah. previous market cycle in 2017. Yeah. And XRP has not done that yet. Hasn't reached its full form, eh? No. Um, okay. Uh, do you do you have a prediction for XRP by the end of this year? I believe that this thing should the court case should be wrapped up by the end of June. That's my opinion. Yeah. I think they're going to come to a settlement. I don't think it will go to trial. Ninety-five percent is going to be a settlement. Five percent might go to trial. I think the judge is very favorable for um, for Ripple, yeah. and um, she's some of the SEC lawyers have kind of been doing some funny business with the way they're presenting their case. And a couple times they're kind of like um, massaging the way they're, they make their claims and kind of Judge Nepburn has kind of caught them in their doublespeak mm -hmm. and uh, didn't allow, you know, what they were kind of inferring or implying. So I think we got a good judge and I think we're gonna have a favorable ruling. And I think once that's done, once there's clarity, Unequivocally, unequivocally, XRP is not a security. Anybody who owns it, trades it, or buys it is not committing securities fraud. It doesn't have to be regulated uh, under the SEC purview anymore. And then once they open it up to trading everywhere, once institutions can buy it again, mm -hmm. wow, yeah, a, a, almost a 10x with, before, within a few months. Yeah. My opinion, my belief, my hope. Yeah, I mean, this is not financial advice, right? Just uh, yeah. education and entertainment by some couple of YouTubers that have <laughs> skin in the game. That's right. So you think uh, 10x, eh? So about maybe $10 or over if the, the SEC... No, would be, I think it would be like 15 bucks, 15 to $20 before the end of the year. Yeah, 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be pretty good for my portfolio. Yeah, well... Uh, XRP to the moon. XRP. Forget about the moon Lambos. We got to talk like Mars Teslas. <laughs> uh, what do you, did you watch that uh, Mars skit? Oh, the astronaut. Basically. Funny. And Pete Davidson, he was the best person for that. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was Chad, right? <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Let me see if I can uh, get that skit up. It's hilarious. But it's, yeah. it's great how Elon, like every one of his business adventures had its own specific skit. You know, the first one, well, I guess the Waluigi, 
Wario, Wario and Waluigi. I don't really yeah. know what that was about. I guess because he likes gaming. Um. Yeah, well, it was nice to see those characters, and uh, I'm not I'm not sure what they're trying to do. Like they're so saying something about uh, the evil characters in the game were, were Italian, and then Governor, the New York Governor, came on, and <laughs> I, I didn't get that at all. But now, wasn't that his his partner Leanne Grimes as a Princess Peach? Was it? I think so. That's what Let's I heard. See something can, uh, see if I can pull that up. And then it was, um, <laughs> hey, Luigi, I need my my pipes are leaking. I need a plumber who can <laughs> something. something. Yeah, well, that was nice. His his mom came on. Um, yeah, didn't help Dogecoin though. No, I didn't. But you know, in that news bit too, right? Like, uh, what do they, what do they call that? Weekend news, weekend update. Yeah, with Colin Jost and. Michael J. But they kept saying, but what is Dogecoin? And he's trying to explain it from a technical level. And he's like, yeah, like here's a dollar from my pocket. How is Dogecoin different? And they're like, but what is Dogecoin? <laughs> so is that, that Leanne Grimes or is that one of the actresses? I don't know. Hard to say. Yeah. But then at the end, there's like, so Dogecoin is a scam or something like that. He said Dogecoin is a, a and then like Elon agreed, right? So I think it's a hustle. A hustle, yeah, something like that. So it's a hustle. And I don't think that was <laughs> Yeah, they shouldn't have said that. Because it, it, it could have pumped probably a lot higher if they didn't if it took it seriously, if there weren't two jokes against it, if there was like a lot of corroborating support for it, because that's what people were hoping for, mm -hmm. that would boost it to a dollar, is they would talk it up. Or there was going to be some big announcement, you know, like, because he did say, I'm going to put a literal Dogecoin on the literal moon. And if they had a skit about the moon and like, you know, a, a Shibu Inu yeah. metal coin. Yeah. That was a missed opportunity, especially since they uh, put the Mars, they, they had the Mars skit with SpaceX. If, if they had somewhere put like a Doge emblem on there somehow, like snuck it in. Yeah. All right, I think I got that skit up there. It's number two trending on YouTube. Hold up this, Lloyd, the the part of the the skit where he he calls Dogecoin to the moon. Okay. To the moon. Yeah. So Hans, uh, Cardano ADA is a buck eighty US right now. And, um, you know, I think it could be a four-digit coin within the next three years. Honestly, I feel that. Three or four years, a four-digit coin. So imagine going from $1.80 to $1,000. $1.82. Wow. Yeah. It is slowly climbing right up there almost to $2. Almost $2. Yeah. I had a friend uh, just the other day. I... He said, what should I buy? And I said, yeah, just buy XRP, VeChain, and ADA. And he said, should I lean heavily into one more over the other? I said, yeah, if you've got a few extra bucks, put it into ADA. And that was just yesterday. And then this morning, a new all-time high for us. Look at that. Look at that chart. Yeah. So we call it parabolic? Um, it's at its – if it continues to continue to go straight up from here, yes, parabolic. 
It did have some consolidation. You don't want it to go too high, too fast, because then it's going to crash down just as hard. You do want it to consolidate a little bit. You know, trades. You know, after it goes up quite a bit, trade sideways for a week or two, and then start to rebound again. That's great. It's just it's steady, slow and steady, gaining traction. Um, what uh, time period is that? I think that was over uh, a month. Okay. Yeah. I still haven't gotten back to that 615,000 from April 17th. I think today I'm at 545. I think last episode I was 560. So I'm, I'm still down on some down on V chain. I'm not, I'm not down, but I mean, I'm down from my all time high. I'm still like way up in V chain. Yeah. And yeah, 542,000 right now. Um, but you know, like Cardano's gone way up, but XRP retraced a little bit. V Chain retraced a little bit. They're both consolidating. But if all three of them kind of pump at the same time, wow, that could like instantly magnify my portfolio. Mm. Okay, wow. We got to keep up with all these comments here. Great guys. So uh, we really appreciate the comments. Uh, we'd also really appreciate a like and subscribe. Helps the YouTube algorithm. Okay, says just wait until SpaceX starts trading. You know, I'm not so sure about that, okay, because you look at all the IPOs that, that came out recently. Look at Coinbase. Okay, yeah, it came out at what? It was listed at 250, but it shot up to 400 on the, the very first couple of days. Yeah, and what is it now? As of Friday, I think it closed at what two fifty three, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, two sixty three. So it hasn't really moved. Airbnb didn't move after its IPO. Uber didn't move after its IPO. WeWork. I don't know what's going on with that. Like, yeah, these overhyped companies often disappoint. Yeah, all the SPACs have been underperforming. Right, all of Chamath Palahapatia's SPACs. Um, I, I don't even want to be in the traditional stock market right now. I, I just am because I have to. I started uh, I started for my daughter, an investment plan for her in the S&P 500. Yeah. And it's, it's almost laughable. I mean, it's great returns when you think about it because hers is at an all-time high. Yeah, you got a separate portfolio for Jesse? Terry, oh, we lost Terry. I'm still here. All right, so this is Coinbase. She's almost two, three years old. Three. Oh, you you cut off there for twenty seconds. Who me? Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. My daughter's ETF. So I've got a I've got a I've got her in an S and P five hundred ETF. I started it when she was born, and I add every every month. Yeah. And. Over the last three years, her portfolio is up 38% over three years. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's solid. Well, yeah, phenomenal, right? 38%. Oh, oh, well, right on. But look at that. W what are we at now in crypto, Greg? Like 38% is a Tuesday. You know, it's like Wednesday afternoon in crypto, 38%. We can do that on a refresh. Yeah, it's not, as, know, not as exciting. We have, th we have 300%. We have 3,000% in crypto. 
Mm. So it's like, am I robbing my daughter's future by having her in the S&P 500 right now? Probably not a, I don't know, maybe when, not a bad idea to have some. When there. she's 18, is she going to say to me, daddy, daddy, why did you invest in the S&P 500 and the, in the dying dinosaur companies when you could have put me into some Dogecoin? Daddy, <laughs> you should have known better. <laughs> Does she know what Dogecoin is? No. <laughs> she... She knows Elsa from from Frozen and what else does she know? <laughs> she know she knows nursery rhymes and things. But uh, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just thinking when she is smart enough to realize what, how markets move, she's probably going to be upset with me that I didn't put her her future money into something that appreciated higher in value. She's like, well, Daddy, why didn't you put me in V Chain and XRP and ADA? You told all your podcast people to invest in that. Why didn't you invest <laughs> my birthday money in that? Well, at least, at least you're getting started for her. That's true. That's true. Uh, the U.S. dollar keeps declining against the Canadian. I um, know, eh? What is it now? 1.21? Yeah. So... This time yeah. last year, it was 1.36. Yeah, which which has been good. Like, if you're earning U.S. dollars and bring it to Canadian, but if it reaches a dollar again... Like, in COVID, now borders open again. Canadians will probably be cross-border shopping back down south again. Yeah, that's true. So it uh, kind of sucks for us because we get paid some of our royalties, course royalties and stuff in U.S. dollars, right? So we're 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 learning, we're losing value. Yeah. So what I'm doing is um, I started the Coinbase account, so I'm I'm slowly building my portfolio directly with U.S. dollars. Okay. Uh, so I don't lose any on the conversion. Okay. Yeah, that's my approach anyways. Um, if you're someone earning US dollars, maybe just go direct to crypto yeah. or Ethereum. All right, is that a crazy strategy? No, it's fine. Totally fine. What okay. is your, what is your, <laughs> okay, okay, Ethereum, Ethereum Classic. classic. Ethereum Classic. Oh, I, I had this question the other day too. Um, yeah. I, I would stay, stay personally because it's been prone to hacks before. Um, it's not a stable, it's not a secure network. Um, it's not the true Ethereum, but hey, it went up. It went up 58% one day and then 38% the next day before that. A few months ago it was $5, now it's $150. It's probably had its run, but you never know. The typical, the new investor, the millennial investor, the YouTube investor, uh, they're coming in and they're saying, I can't afford a $4,000 Ethereum, but I see this Ethereum Classic at 117 bucks. I can't afford that. So I wouldn't invest my money in it, but it doesn't mean it's, that doesn't mean it's still not gonna go up. I think it probably still will, will go up because people don't know any better. But for me, it's not something I would put my money in. Look at that spike, right? You see a spike like that on that chart? Yeah. You know, be prepared for a 50% drop. Yeah, because it spikes so so high all of a sudden, right? Yeah, I mean, people who had this, at, you know, two months ago at $5 are seeing that go from, you know, a 20x, a 25x. And they're like, well, shit, I'm going to take some profit off the table. And that puts a lot of selling pressure on it. And um, if there's not enough buying pressure to meet that selling pressure, it's going to drop the price. 
It was funny, this article refers to Ethereum Classic as a dino coin. Yeah. But, you know, Cardano, they had a little bit of a partnership with Cardano. I think I think Charles Hoskinson does kind of have a little bit of a, a love-in for them. Mm -hmm. So um, they might support each other. They might help each other in some way. Mm -hmm. So there, there's some positive news about it. It's just not something I would put my money in personally. I'm not yeah. saying you can't make money. You could still make money, and it could still go up. But I think there's better opportunities out there, safer opportunities. Yeah. I mean, I would stay away from Ethereum right now. For, for me personally, I stay away from Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, Bitcoin's a dime. Bitcoin is slow. Honestly, I would do Cardano ADA, Ripple XRP, VeChain VET, $200 each. That's 600 bucks. Yeah. And then 100 in Polkadot, DOT, 100 in Chainlink, LINK. So that's 800. Mm -hmm. And I would put a moonshot in there because it's fun when you're a new investor just to see something like kind of explode. Yeah. So I would put a hundred in SHIB, S-H-I-B. Yeah. Because then you can own a million of them. You could actually, for that price, you could probably own five million. Five and it's, million. yeah, it's only going to be about 10% of your portfolio. And, and you could have some fun with that. Mm. Okay. Well, there you go, Tony. You got two different opinions there um, got another one guys um, just a quick shout out to our cryptocurrency course uh, we appreciate all the comments like subscribe coyote oh, I'm curious to know coyote what is your average buy-in price if yeah you could respond back Asking, I'm investing all my money, extra money into Ethereum, ticker ETH, smart or not smart? It's smart because I don't think you're going to lose money. It's not going to go backwards, I don't think. Hmm. But it's just like how quickly do you want it to appreciate? Because there are coins that are going to perform better than that. But this one has the network effect. And like we were talking earlier in the program, a lot of the billionaires are now they're going further down the chain, right? They got their feet wet in Bitcoin and they're like, okay, Bitcoin's been going slowly and steadily. Is there anything that out there is a better Bitcoin? Okay. 2000 a week. This is awesome that you're putting that much in, but what, so what is your average price? Is it close to what it is now in the $3,000 range? The yeah. average cost of your coins. Yeah. It's probably going to be between, yeah, three, three, five hundred to three thousand. Yeah. Well, you're already in profit now, I would imagine, then, right? Definitely. So, I don't know how many Ethereum it got you. Are you got? Are you at five Ethereum? Are you at three Ethereum? Yeah. Well, while he replies, Tony said yeah. he is in Canada, so that's great. You can do. The Ethereum <laughs> ETF as well as another option, ticker ETH. Yeah. You can check the last episode we spoke about that in there. Yeah, definitely, Tony. Open up a tax-free savings account if you don't have already one with a broker. I, we we use and recommend Wealth Simple Trade because it's no fees. And then you could buy anytime you were going to be buying Bitcoin or Ethereum. Um, definitely put them in. Buy them in the TFSA. Buy them in the fund rather than the coins themselves, just because they're going to appreciate tax-free. Yeah. 3.6 ETH. That is great. Okay. So you're at over $10,000 now. Definitely, right? Almost 4000 
almost $12,000 or around yeah, 10 to $12,000. So I would pause right now and just start allocating some money into some new things mm -hmm. like the XRP, the V chain and the Cardano ADA and the polka dots. And if you need more help, uh, Terry does kind of one-on-one -on -one consultations. Uh, you yeah. focus mainly on onboarding, but I'm sure you can help someone if they needed some, uh, yeah, I've been, I, I, I spend probably an irresponsible amount of time researching this space every waking minute. I'm, I'm, I'm learning about it. I've been doing it for well over a year now. Um, so, yeah, you can bring up any topic and chances are I know about it already or I, I've researched it. So I'm happy to help. Um, yeah, I've, I've stopped allocating money into, into Ethereum. Um, like at, at my highest, I had 29 ETH. And my average price was around 300 bucks. And then I sold, as it was going up, I sold some in profit. I have taken profit off the table in Ethereum. I, I am buying more only as only as I'm getting paid my interest payments in Ethereum because I've got them staked in term deposits. Yeah. But any new money that's coming into me right now, like I'm converting all my CRO rewards into ADA. ADA is my big play right now. Mm -hmm. They're getting a lot of traction on the YouTube influencers. So um, BitBoy Crypto was just on Altcoin Daily talking about it. Uh, BitBoy Crypto's had Charles Hoskinson on the episode. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the Cryptovisor is an ADA-centric channel. And, um, you know, the Big Africa announcement, the smart contracts going live in, in August, uh, the visibility of Charles Hoskinson, like it's their time to shine now. Cardano ADA this is the moment and it's going to outperform ethereum in my opinion yeah um do we do a prediction for cardano today or was uh, that easily ten dollars before the end of the year ten dollars there we go easily easily some are Maybe. predicting 32 32 dollars before the end of this bull cycle wow yeah that is great but i'm a little bit more conservative yeah, that's it's great. You can get Cardano on crypto.com where we started and, and uh, Coinbase. That's great that they listed it on Coinbase not too long ago, just in March. Yeah, Coinbase, Coinbase Pro, right? Uh, the regular one's available. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you have any Uniswap? No. You know what's really great about Uniswap is when, it, when that first came out, like kind of mid or uh, third quarter last year, yeah. second quarter, third quarter last year, uh, anybody who had actually just done any swap on Uniswap was airdropped 400 unis. What What is an airdrop? You, you mentioned it last time and someone asked me and I'm like, I don't know what an airdrop is. Yeah, because they used to do initial coin offerings, right? Where you, you would have to buy the coins upfront. They would offer them for sale like an IPO. Yeah. But then the government cracked down on them because there was too many exit scams, too many people doing all these initial coin offerings and taking the money and running and not actually fulfilling the project. Yeah. So in order to avoid that scrutiny, they do airdrops for free. So they give you the coins for free and then they become, then they put, then they put them on a market and then let, then they let the market determine the price. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's basically, they just give you free coins for whatever reasons. Usually if you hold one coin, they give you another coin or if you've used an exchange, or you know, you create an account somewhere; they'll just give them to you, just to get yeah. traction. 
and then until they find some sort of price equilibrium. But anyways, my friend Matt in Germany, um, he got uh, he had two accounts. He created two different accounts on Uniswap. Yeah, and he and because they had his address, they just here, okay. Here's four hundred Unicoins, and at that time they came out at like four bucks a piece. Mm -hmm. So imagine four times four hundred, sixteen hundred dollars US freebie. Nice. Yeah, and now they're now what are they trading at Uniswap? Uh, uni, uni is a ticker. Thirty nine dollars nineteen cents. Yeah, so that was a ten x from there now. Mm. So that sixteen hundred is now sixteen thousand for free. Wow. Yeah, if you hold on to them. Yeah, I decided I'm never selling everything ever again. I'm always keeping something. I'm not going to entirely liquidate a position. I'm up to twenty different coins now, Greg. Yeah. Uh, I actually bought a lot of different things in the last little bit. I don't know if I told you about. I've been shopping uh, quite a bit this week. Yeah. So I have some USDT. So I've got some stable coin just ready to pounce in anything that becomes a good price. Maybe yeah. if Doge drops down a little bit more or Shiba Inu drops down more. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm ready to, to grab some. And I got the, yeah, I got the Shiba Inu. Shib. Yeah. I've also got uh, Contentos and Rarible. Actually, I think yeah. I did mention those ones. I'm way down on my Contentos position. Yeah. Like I'm down 25%. Yeah. That's that's my only loser pretty much. Everything else is in the game in the gains, but that's down 25%. So maybe if it dips more, I'm gonna grab grab a bunch and keep lowering my price. It's number four thirty-three in market cap, Contentos. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about we end the show with people love predictions? Uh, let's pick pick a coin. Pick a coin and let's go with a prediction to end the show. All right. Let's pick Tether, USDT. I predict by the end of the year, it's trading at a dollar now. I predict by the end of the year, it's going to be trading for a dollar. It's <laughs> just for a dollar. Yeah. I'll it's got to be pegged to the U.S. dollar, right? So it's an inside joke because it's a stable coin. It's it's almost yeah. always going to be a dollar. Yeah. Well, some people might not know about Tether or USDC. So my understanding, it's it's a good place to park your your uh, profits or your crypto. You can convert it from almost all the major coins to USDT or USDC to park it. Yeah. And earn interest on it. Um, but what do you know? What what is the difference between USDT and USDC? They seem so similar. Yeah, it's just whoever whoever minted them, the the creators, the founders behind it. Yeah. Uh, Tether is associated to Bitfinex somehow. Yeah. Um, they were kind of embroiled in a little bit of a legal dispute as well too, because there was some evidence saying they weren't pegged a dollar to dollar. Yeah. That they only had like seventy-eight percent of dollars in reserve, and then they and they said, okay, well, some of it's pegged to Bitcoin, some of it's pegged to debt, to IOUs, and things like that. So, like, eh, a little bit shady. All right, how about one more question to end the show? Eight dot. Okay, eight dot at the current price, which is what forty some odd bucks, forty-seven, forty-eight. Around forty, I'll I'll pull it up here. Well, let's say you're at fifty bucks. So let's say you have four hundred dollars worth of dot. I would add two more just so you have a nice even number. Get ten dot. Easy to multiply. Yeah, it hasn't surged yet, and uh, it's a solid project. So yeah, it's got really smart people behind it. Okay, 
And, um, you know, the, the interesting thing about, about the blockchain space right now is everybody, their chains don't really talk to each other. They're kind of their own code. And it's, it's almost like if they didn't have a standardized protocol for the internet, especially email delivery, like if they didn't have SMNTP for a simple mail network transfer protocol, mm -hmm. then if you had an AOL email, you could only send an email to AOL people. You couldn't send it to a, a CompuServe person or you couldn't send it to an Apple person. And so they developed this interoperable protocol. So it doesn't matter who your internet service provider is. If you're sending an email from one to the other, everybody can read everybody's, you know, it's all standardized. And that's what they're trying to do in the blockchain space right now mm -hmm. is, you know, have all them trying to make it more, more fluid, like the internet. And it's a big undertaking, but if they can pull it off, I think that's great. And I think they can have like a hundred parachains. So a hundred independent blockchains talking to each other with cohesiveness. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be good. So you're going to be able to like transfer currencies between them. Um, Cause right now on like Ethereum, um, like if you have a wallet and it's an Ethereum ERC 20 wallet, you, you yeah. can't hold another blockchain's currency unless it's an ERC 20 token. So, you know, that could be a problem in the future, right? Yeah. So they, you know, they solve a big problem and smart people behind it. And, um, that whole, it's, it's like the PayPal mafia. Like you remember like Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, who else came from that? From the uh, mafia, there's like three or four or Lincoln, five of them, maybe. Founder Hoffman Reed. Oh, Terry froze again. All right, well, while we wait for Terry to get back in the stream, guys, thanks for all the comments. Um, appreciate like, subscribe. Uh, we've got links to the apps we spoke about crypto.com, great overall app for purchasing crypto, mafia. the Ethereum uh, Mafia. You uh, got to, yeah, I think it was your internet because mine was still up and running. But it was uh, like Vitalik Buterin and Dr. Gavin Wood and Charles Hoskinson. <laughs> They're all part of that Ethereum mafia. <laughs> Great. Um, okay. Well, I just plugged our course and our apps. And um, yeah, Terry does the onboarding and consultation. His contact's below. So I guess that's a wrap. Yeah, thank you to all the users who are listening in and asking us questions. We're uh, happy to be here for you. That's uh, improving the lives of those we touch. Great. Okay, enjoy the rest of your weekend, Terry. You as well, Greg, my friend. Always a pleasure. Bye. Live on the edge.